0: All right, here we are, episode number 51, No Laugh Track, Acme Comedy's official podcast. My name's Justin Severson. I'm uh, lucky enough to be the host. Thanks to the guys in Circle of Heat for letting us play their music once again as a little intro here. And I'm, hitting, I'm sitting here at Acme on the stage with my guest, Ben Washburn. Hi! Hello! Hi! Hi, it's good to be here. Yes!
1: On the stage, sitting comfortably with mm-hmm. water and coffee.
0: Well, you have your you have the uh, table set up sort of like a uh, classroom desk. Like, I feel like I should be handing you an assignment. I do. <laughs> you might as well. Why not? Finally. Take out your ruler and compass. And do some work mm-hmm. here. Follow me along on the board. Yeah, well, I got coffee to the right and water to the left. Just like most uh, grade school kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, <laughs> Except yeah. in their case, it's a cell phone and an energy drink. That's right, that, that is. That's it's right. A, what are they, Monster? Is that what they're drinking now? I think so. Mm. I like that stuff, actually. Do you? I do. Yeah, I can't drink that I stuff. I do. So, Bent. Yes. Welcome back to Minneapolis. Thank you. You've Let's see, those. today's Thursday, so you've done two shows? Two shows, Tuesday yeah. and
1: Wednesday, done. And now we do Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, taping. We're taping new comedy DVDs. I want to get two out of the taping. Two? Yeah, because I've got a lot of backlog of material that I haven't – I've written a bunch of material. Yeah. And I keep just kind of cycling and floating through it, and uh, I haven't put it onto tape or DVD. How long has it been? Well, I taped a, a CD here two years ago. Yeah. and Or a year, a year and a half ago, and it's all done. It just needs to be spliced together and produced. That one's called Bent Over in Europe. <laughs> but I haven't done a DVD for 10 years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I need to... I've got a lot of material there. Are I you need. talking double DVD
0: or two separate releases? I think
1: there'll be just two separate releases. Yeah. Because one will be, I think, clean, so you can watch it with kids, kind of, Yeah. or family. And yeah. then one won't be clean. It won't be... I don't try to be dirty. Yeah, I was going to say, how dirty do you get? Not. It's not dirty, it's just... If you go into topics that are adult topics, yeah, you don't want to be disgusting, but you're talking about these things, and kids, we don't talk to kids about these things.
0: So that's no, great. let the TV do that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Let them <laughs> let do prime it. time television do yeah, that. Yeah, not
1: not my DVD. So yeah, one will be a little older, and one will be cleaner. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, how have the shows been this week so far? Great. Yeah,
1: they're great. I really like the shows. Uh, Acme Comedy Club is one of those where all week you get great shows, mm-hmm. uh, just because uh, the people who come to shows understand comedy.
0: Yeah, and you have quite a history here. Yeah, I've been here long.
1: Yeah, I've been coming here a long time. This is the first. I think it's the second club. Well, this isn't east of the Mississippi, is it? Where what, what side of the Mississippi are we on? We're west. We're west of the Mississippi. Yes, sir. So this would be like the third club that headlined me. Oh, wow. Was Acme. No kidding. Yeah, real cl- a real club. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's probably kind of the first real club that headlined me <laughs> was Acme. The, the others weren't. They're real now. Those other clubs are very real now. Oh,
0: okay. But, but yeah, I've been working here for a long time. Were you deserving when they gave you a shot here?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I remember the first time I came through Acme and I did the open mic and I did some stuff about religion and then candy. My set list was religion and candy. They gave me seven minutes at the open mic. because so I was a, had a, a a comic on the road who came through. Yeah. And the, the the owner came up to me after the set, and I thought I'd had a bad set. It was just... They didn't get it. The open mic guys didn't... Some of them, some of the crowd liked it, but uh-huh. they're younger. They're much younger. Yeah. But the owner came up to me after and was like, that's a good set. Do you want a feature here? We can't put you up. And I didn't understand... What I had just gotten, yeah, that that was a huge deal because uh-huh. right? I was so stupid and just this young comic, and I was happy. It's like awesome, wow! Uh But I I I had to say no because I already had some road work booked, headlining these horrible one nighters in Montana and Wyoming. Oh no! And I just wasn't savvy enough to know. No, you need to call it and cancel those. Yeah, yeah. And tell them, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm going to come to and uh stay in Minneapolis. Yeah. Right. So, But he uh, he came and offered me a, a feature week again, like a year and a half later. And uh, that was in, ni- oh, when was that? 2000, maybe? 2000.
0: Maybe 99.
1: 1999? 99, I
0: think. Wow. And how many years into comedy was that? Uh, at that point, I had
1: been on the road. Uh, that I'd had three years of comedy in me.
0: Okay. At that point. Wow.
1: Four, four, four years. Four years.
0: Four years of comedy. And you were part of the, uh, you built that into, I was looking, I saw your picture and some stuff I had sitting around my house from the 20th anniversary yeah. shows oh, here.
1: That was a highlight of.
0: 2011? My comedy career, really. Yeah, really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh yeah that was amazing. Were you, did you Wait. come in town to see other or did you just I know you just did one night did you yeah. come in oh for, I came in for the whole time you did yeah. yeah or most of it
1: I flew in from Germany we were living in Germany and absolutely I wasn't going to miss that I missed the uh, the 20 year reunion they called and said hey we're doing a thing do you want to and I couldn't and afterwards I kicked myself like yeah, oh, yeah. that was such a why you idiot you should have gone there yeah. you know and so when this came around I said, yeah there's no way I'm missing this
0: yeah, I went to a few of those shows. They were, oh, I mean, what a great setup we had here. We, they, they and now I'm sort of part of their mix here, I guess. Amazing. But um, yeah, I mean, do you remember, who, who did you perform with that? night? I just give people oh, an yeah. example. Yeah,
1: uh, Jake Johansson. I went up before Jake Johansson. I got to watch Jake Johansson. I was supposed to go after him, but I, I didn't want to follow him, first of all. Uh-huh. But second of all, I wanted to be able to watch him. Yeah. I never watched him. Oh, really? Ever. And I, he's kind of influenced me a bit. Not a lot. I only saw him a couple times, but just that one time seeing him on TV and understanding how cadence and delivery—yeah, yeah—could be built in t- to
0: the joke. Oh, it's a huge part of his act, and yeah. he's, he's damn good at it. Yeah. I, oh, he's amazing. At yeah,
1: it. and I, so I wanted to see him. So I, I said, why don't I go first, you know, and why don't you go after me because you know you have forty lettermen. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> I have no Letterman. So how about we do that? Yeah. But John DeBoer was on that, too. Mm-hmm. Jay Johansson. John John's DeBoer. been on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love John. John, I've sat for hours talking to him about his inventions that he was going to sell. Did he talk about those? Oh, they're crazy. Oh, boy. He's smart. He's a fun guy. But John DeBoer, and who else? was? There were just so many people that I can't remember who was. Was it Derek Hughes? Oh, yeah.
0: Derek, also been on this podcast. Fantastic. Yeah, awesome guy. Awesome guy. Um week. yeah, that was amazing. So let's let's get it out of the way explain how you how you get a name with a silent g.
1: Yeah, I know, my mom just liked weird names. I, I she's wanted to she's kind of eccentric, you know, and we lived in a little tiny Mormon town. We grew up Mormon and yeah. she just wanted something different. She literally told me I didn't want my kids having to worry about sharing their names with other kids in a class at school. And then of course <laughs> I'm not sharing my name with anybody in the Western Hemisphere at this point. It's like overkill. Right. Yeah. And it got, it, it got, it started, I had a brother, Brooks. That's kind of normal.
0: Spelled like how I would assume? Brooks. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And then it went to Gavin, which at that time was kind of weird. This is before Love Boat and Gavin McCloud. <laughs> no one had that in Mapleton, Utah. Yeah, yeah. And then it went to David, who she called Tafeth. I think what happened is she wanted to name him Tafeth. And I think my dad, a psychiatrist, stepped in and said, No, nah, that 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 could hurt him. It sounds know?
0: like a speech impediment.
1: It does. It does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Tafeth. And it's ancient Welsh for David. Wow. So my mom is okay. like she beat all the bullies to the punch on the playground. You're yeah. David, but I'm calling you Tafith. Oh boy. And so he's called Taffy and he was getting beat up and he <laughs> And then it went to Laird. Oh boy. And this is before Laird Hamilton. Sure. And then it went to me, Bent. And it, I mean really the only reason I exist is cuz they hadn't had a girl yet. That really is true. I mean they kept trying, they're, huh? They're trying for the girl. They were disappointed to see me from the waist down, <laughs> for sure.
0: <laughs> well, at least they didn't give you a girl name. That's
1: right. That's right. They they gave me a Swedish name.
0: Or you could be Bentith.
1: Benta is a uh, girl's name, I guess. What is it? Benta? Benta? Yeah, I I know.
0: So Bent is Swedish? It's
1: Swedish or Danish. Oh, okay. And then I had a sister Christiana and then a sister Erica Skye.
0: Oh. Now that's a nice... Uh, see,
1: they're all different names. Yeah, so yeah. Seven
0: kids. Holy cow. It's Mormon. That's normal.
1: Yeah, it's pretty... It's that's quite a few, but it's pretty normal.
0: And since you're Mormon, uh, you're somehow related to Ryan Hamilton, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I know Ryan. We started... <laughs> what well, I was... I had been doing it a few years when he started, but... Uh, yeah, I've known him from well, way back. Really? Way back. Yeah, yeah. I, he he's been on the podcast as well. I actually knew him when he wasn't that funny, <laughs> which is crazy. When you know how funny he is now, yeah, and the nice yeah. one of the
0: nicest guys I've yes, ever met. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, in this industry, he's oh, he's of, a great. Yeah, guy. he's a great guy. Yeah, that's funny and very funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh. How does he? uh no! I don't want to. I don't want to miss this. So. Uh, I, yesterday we were we were going to record this yesterday, and uh, then there was yeah. a scheduling snafu, and was uh, it, it it, yeah, but it was an honest mistake. And uh, now I just want to say, now I know how my girlfriend feels when uh, when I give her apology uh, flowers because you gave me chocolate, chocolate. today. That, yeah, that's a, yep apology chocolate. And now I know how that feels. And yeah, it's I cool have nice. I have a smile. I'm happy. It's, chocolate's good. Yeah, I got that from Germany.
1: Me, mean, my son just went over to Germany because we lived there for about three and a half years. So we went back to visit. And we lived near a chocolate factory. Ritter Sport Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. I brought it. Yeah. How? We lived there because my wife, I should explain. You're already wondering. I, my wife's in the Air Force. Okay.
0: And she got stationed there. Mm-hmm. So off I went to Germany. No, I was telling you that, uh, like I asked uh, Derek, uh, the manager here i was asking him i'm like what do you know about bent that i wouldn't find just like looking at his bio or anything and he said well he loves chocolate fine I chocolates i
1: do i love chocolate. Did
0: that, was this love did it happen before you moved no, down the street from a
1: factory no that helped yeah i bet when you're over there the chocolate's better on average it's just better tasted chocolate than what you'll pick up here at a store yeah and i just love it
0: when i say the word hershey what do you think of that yeah
1: mm. yeah. yeah no it's kind of grainy yeah. And too sugary.
0: Uh-huh. Cadbury.
1: Cadbury's okay. Yeah. That's all right. But I mean and even the, the, the stuff I had that Ritter is it's okay. There where we lived, we lived in Dentenhaus in Germany, and it was about ten kilometers from a town called Tubingen and every Christmas they have a chocolate festival. And yeah. it's a week you go down there's just booths of all sorts of amazing chocolate producers from all over Europe come there and that whole little beautiful city gets just packed with chocolate products and real uh hot coke uh, hot chocolate real yep. it's like ooh, it's so good yeah i loved it yeah
0: food so, po- yeah. food porn have you heard that term before i
1: have <laughs> and this is yeah this is it's good
0: so could you actually smell the factory like what you know what they're producing no, no no
1: it was it's far enough away oh, it's okay. five kilometers to but we'd go there every every couple of weeks and eat at the cafe. Get cheap chocolate. I don't know what was wrong with, but we did.
0: <laughs> You're still a fit guy. I'm not. I'm
1: not. Oh of no. Shape. I'm just really skinny. <laughs> okay. But I'm, but I'm not in shape. You know, like I get
0: winded. Do you do that? Yes. I get winded. Yeah, I could probably say the same thing. Right? I mean, I'm not in bad shape, but definitely. Uh, I'm not flexible. I, I have that problem.
1: Do you have that problem? No, I don't actually. Thankfully, yeah. It's like my whole body's just drying out and just stretch. It's <laughs> turning into a piece of. Jerky oh, or no. something, you know what I mean? You're getting brittle? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm getting brittle. It's like, it's really bad. Oh, no. I'm getting older. I'm a grandpa now, so I'm old.
0: How does that happen? How are you a grandpa?
1: The, one of your kids has to have a kid, and Thank then you, you are a grandpa. <laughs> okay. I've been a grandpa <laughs> for six months, and I have my own kid, though, so it's kind of, because I have a two-year-old and a grandpa. That's not the parent. No. Oh, no, okay. yeah, that would be, that would be bad. Oh, yeah. No, okay. I've got a two-year-old... And then I have a, a, a daughter who's twenty, and she has a daughter, which is going to be weird to toggle back and forth between no land and sure whatever land. You know what I mean? With your own kid, no, 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 and then right. pick up that one. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, go yeah. There. Wow. Knock yourself out. Yeah, because you know how that is. Uh huh. Be strange. I haven't encountered that yet.
0: Well, congratulations on being Thank grandpa. You. I'm a grandpa. So I. Uh, do you live near the grandkid?
1: No, it's, the grandkid lives back in Utah, where I'm originally from. Oh, okay. And you're living where now? We live outside of D.C. My wife works at the Pentagon. Oh, boy. She's in
0: the, the big, goofy-shaped building. Was she there in 9-11? No,
1: no, no. We were in Vegas for 9-11. Oh, okay. Yeah, completely different. It's way different. Vegas is like the one city where after that happens, you almost think... There are some things about us that were kind of asking for some spanking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Vegas. Remember the day after, everyone's walking around in days, and I went down to the strip, and the New York, New York casino they decorated, and I saw a woman walking towards me. and She was huge, mm-hmm. and she had a T-shirt with the American flag on it, mm-hmm. and her massiveness had cracked. The vinyl printing of the flag. She gave the flag stretch marks. I remember just looking at it, going, oh, don't do that. That's got to be. But, it, would it be unpatriotic to ask her to take it off? And burn it?
0: Yeah, <laughs> burn it. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: need to take that off and burn it, ma'am. No, I guess it would be mean. But yeah, Vegas. That, I lived there. We lived, we lived all over because my wife's in the Air Force. Yeah. Vegas and Idaho.
0: Did you get a Vegas gig while she was while you were living there? No, I was still
1: kind of new okay. back then. I was a young comic, yeah. and I I just won the San Francisco comedy competition, but I had no real weight, and everybody there is booked through L.A.
0: Yeah,
1: and I didn't know anybody in L.A. Yeah, so it stunk. <laughs> Plus, I did. A, I talk a lot about religion in my show. Yeah, and, and just ideas. And the last thing Vegas crowds want to hear is religion. You know what I mean? They don't want to hear. It just brings up a topic like unless
0: you're saying I hate
1: religion. Yeah, (laughs) even that they don't want. Really? Oh yeah, there's lots of church-going, God-fearing people just down there to gamble and have a good time. That's true. And that's they'll talk talk about sex. Sure, innuendo as long as it's not filthy, all you want. Just don't politics and religion are really the two topics they don't they don't want to think. You know, and so my act probably wasn't a good fit for Vegas anyway.
0: So where you've been hopping around all over the place because of yep. your wife? Where else have you been? Monterey, California. Lived by the ocean.
1: Wow. That was awesome. Must have been hard to leave that one. Oh, yeah. But then we went to Germany from there. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Monterey's beautiful. Had you been to Germany before that? Uh, no. I'd been to France, but not Germany.
0: Did you perform
1: in Germany? Berlin and Cologne, and then on some of the bases. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. But they have uh, expat shows in Berlin and Köln.
0: Oh, okay. I think I saw an article uh, somewhere online about uh, you doing some of those. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's really interesting. The people who run them are great. And uh,
0: Do they, they book you with a German comic? Yeah. Really? Sometimes
1: it'll be a, a German that speaks English okay. or an Australian yeah. that lives in Germany. She runs the whole show in Berlin. And she's originally from Australia. And she's really talented. She's music. She writes new political comedy every month for the show. and She's a really good performer.
0: No, I, I don't... You know, I'm not... This is going to sound like I'm trying to lead you into some of your material, but I did see... I watched your Conan set. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. So I... St- <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been dodging the material. I can do material if we want. But... No, but... No, 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 no. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's totally up to you. It's, oh, okay. you know... Uh, I'm uh, being people... boring. Man, I should be... Laugh a minute. No,
0: no, no. People... <laughs> No, 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 not at all. Um, okay. But, uh, so I was going to ask, did you pick up any German? But, you know, I didn't want you to take that. I, as I did a little. Little. Do your material here. Not very good. Yeah. But I did, I did
1: pick up some. It was just really hard. Just the pronunciation. Yeah. And the words, just, it, you know, you can't, you can't make the sound with your mouth. Literally, the umlaut sound, I can't, you can't, when you get older. <laughs> My son's fluent. Oh, really? Well, he was. He's starting to forget it, but he can make the sounds. He learned to make all those And he was, like, a little very young when you were there, right? and that's why. Yeah. Because that's what I say in my act. He's learning when you're supposed to learn a language, where I'm trying to learn a language when you're not supposed to be learning anything. (laughs) Right. After age 40. Right. It's it's my theory, is that your brain, it's not that your brain can't remember, like scientists say, it's that your brain really isn't supposed to now. You know what I mean? Why? Mm -hmm. Why memorize a bunch of stuff so you can die? Yeah. It's just really not, you're just
0: going to bury that. I have a part-time job, uh, well... One of my part-time jobs is uh, <clears throat> I work over at the... I brought this up in the podcast before, so I'll say it was quick as possible, but I work over at the, some of the stadiums around town selling beers as a beer vendor up and down the stairs. Oh. And, lo- and uh, at several of these venues, a lot of our support staff are hearing impaired. And I always... I feel guilty that I can't really communicate with them except you know like if they can read my lips or pointing. I mean, it's oh, yeah. almost insulting. Like, I feel like a jerk for not knowing. But then... I also feel like I'm like I. Is it too late to be learning this thing? Should I be picking this up now? Yeah. You know, is it
1: just too late for me.
0: Yeah, and my uh, my daughter just did. A, she just had her preschool graduation last week. Preschool graduation. Congratulations, Anna! Well, very good. Yes. You made it. Yeah, and they did a thing where they uh, did the alphabet in sign language. And I'm like, Oh, really? Damn, look at that! Yeah, they can pick it up. God damn. But we don't.
1: We no, don't learn. We were not supposed to. You know they you're supposed to. It starts breaking down your frontal lobe, the part of your brain that's the most advanced for humans. What that didn't come into being till how many? It's right, it's what makes us human, really. It's that frontal lobe, and it's where all of your your anticipation and planning and all this stuff occurs there, and emotional connection. There's all sorts of things, but it starts. It's the first thing to go, (laughs) and it's almost makes sense. It's almost God or nature, you know. That's your calendar it takes yeah, yeah. It's like you're saying what's on the calendar tomorrow and God's like, you don't want to know <laughs> just you don't <laughs> you don't want to know about what's on the horizon because <laughs> <That's, laughs> we really yeah we're just it's like we're just the right smartness I've been talking about that in the show a lot like you're yeah yeah you''re we're, we're, we're not too smart because if you know people who are too smart, they're miserable. They're always no the a one. I don't have that problem Me neither yeah. I'm just the right dumb But if you're too smart You can see into the future And go Oh this isn't going to work mm-hmm. You have fear Lots of fear And if you're too smart You look in the back You have regret You go Why did I do that But when you're just the right dumb You look in the future And you think, I can do this You're right and you look in the past and say, that's not my fault. No. Ignorance. Yeah, yeah. It's all about ignorance. It's just you've got hope and ignorance Yeah, if you're properly wired. Yes. For the other people, it's just fear, anxiety, fear, and regret. Yeah. And so if you're
0: close gonna... enough to not to eat, to, uh, if you're not close enough to either of those, medication will get you to one of them.
1: Yeah. You got to get, we got to pull you down or. Well, you can't if you are too. If you are too, well, I guess there is no. Yeah, there is no it smart you're Really d- dumb. They're often quite happy. That's
0: true. I don't. Some of the happiest people always smiling.
1: Yeah, that's what I say in my show. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Oh. So they get credit for smiling. Yes. When I screw up and smile, like wipe that damn grin off your face, yeah. jackass. What's so damn? Funny? Sat through a green light. You know, because I am that kind. I am that level of dumb, ditzy.
0: Like I miss. A podcaster.
1: <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'll run a stop sign. I,
0: I'll get lost. I'm just inconvenient. You know, it's funny you say about the green light. That actually happened to me uh, Tuesday when I was with my girls. It was just me and the two of them in the car. and Of course, the car behind me honked, yeah. and then my older daughter busted me for you not going. You said green light. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I do that yeah. stuff all the
0: I mean, time. I mean, I ended up going. I did make the light, but I have no idea how long it had been green. I've been doing not this.
1: Do you ever do this? I've been going to the grocery store buying groceries and then walking out without them i forget i don't know when i forget i'm shopping oh my I, goodness! i don't think it happens when i'm shopping is what i've been i tried talking about this last night on stage but i think i know what i'm doing when i'm putting stuff in the cart i assume i'm cognizant yeah of that i'm not just oh this will look good in this basket you know i don't i think i know i'm shopping and i think i know i'm shopping when i hand a stranger a wad of cash i assume i know what i'm doing yeah And then somewhere between giving money and getting money back from a stranger, I forget I'm shopping, apparently, and then just leave the store. Yeah. And I think maybe it's the thrill of getting the money from the stranger that
0: just locks, oh, money, thank you, and then I walk out. I don't know. You know, I see that all the time, actually, from, um, like I said, my job selling beers, because I always always give the change back first before I hand them the bottle of beer, bag of peanuts or whatever. So they have their hands empty you know, to take yeah. the money, put it in their pocket, back in their wallet, and whatever. Here's your product. Yes, and then it's like, okay, and then here we go, thank you. Thank you. you. And, and then uh, they off they walk? Yeah, I but a lot time. of times. But it happens, uh, you know, I, at least once a game where it's they cute. just say thank you and walk away and I'm standing there holding their open beer that I just sold them, <laughs> and then they'll take a couple steps, turn around, and go, oh, I should probably take that too. Yeah. Because like, yeah. 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 I like... could resell it.
1: That'd be great. Yeah. Well, I got almost to the door. It'll happen, and then they'll, hey, sir. <sighs> Then everybody knows you're an idiot. You know.
0: <laughs> I uh, so I brought up the Conan thing. I want to know that was your yeah. first time on doing, Conan. On yeah, Conan, yeah. yeah. How was that? It was scary. Yeah, I was scared. It was but just
1: this super year. Excited. I yeah. should say it was just this year. That was like a month ago. So yeah, the same. The same. Uh, like a that was a week, uh, like a week and a half or two weeks before that. My niece won the entire the Metropolitan Opera talent. Search thing. Oh my goodness. For the whole nation. Wow. So mine wasn't that big a deal to the family. <laughs> she was the best soprano in the country. Wow. Or one of two. What's her name? People can her look her up. Uh, Rebecca Pedersen. Okay. And she won for the soprano and uh second youngest ever to wow. win. Yeah. So I just do jokes. <laughs> She's like. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. You guys should both to try to be call. on the same episode of America's Got Talent we, or something like that. Actually, my friend, David, David Crowe, was saying, you guys should do a comedy opera. I said, absolutely. We got to do that.
0: I say compete against each other.
1: Oh, compete against. Yes. Yeah, come right down to the, I think I would lose. For the for the family's pride. Yeah, I would lose. <laughs> I would, would not win this. that. But it'd be funny, I think, to do a show together, like a comedy opera thing. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That could be good. So anyway, I interrupted. Oh, yeah. You were talking about Conan. Oh, yeah, It was Scary. Scary. Yeah, and uh, but
1: exciting. I was so happy to do it because he's he's kind of like he's a he's such a big deal. I mean, yeah. he's a Simpsons oh, yeah. writer and he's mm-hmm. legendary. Mm-hmm. I and mean, like, wow, I get to do this show. Yeah, he's killer. He's tall. He's really tall.
0: He is really tall. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I told L- Lori kilmartin has been on the show a couple on this oh, yeah, podcast writes, a couple of times. On uh, she writes for the show, and I was telling her that uh, I got a chance. I, I touched Conan O'Brien when he walked past me when I went to his oh, yeah? uh, prohibited from being <laughs> on tour, TV tour, oh, you know, yeah, that, yeah. when you he left to the Tonight Street. Show. Yeah, they did a show in Minneapolis and I went to that. And at one point he leaves the stage. I had tickets in the balcony. He pops up from the doorway in the balcony playing guitar. And I yeah. walked by, oh, and yeah. p- <laughs> you know, he walked by and I patted him on the back. Like, Conan ah. yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. He's a big deal. Do you remember who was on the, well, of course you remember, who was on the show that Chelsea, same night?
1: Chelsea Handler. So I saw her walk, by. I didn't get it. I was too busy with my set. I was trying to get it together. Yeah. The night before I did the set, uh, or Conan, I did a warm-up set in L.A. at a little club for about, I think there were six people in the audience and like 10 comics. Okay. But one of them was my friend Don Friesen. Okay. So I do the set. And after the set, he says, I got a great tag for you. Because he's always writing tags for people. He's like the tag master. I said, you probably shouldn't do it. I guess... on tv but i got a great tag and it's a tag where i would say uh so i i'm talking about going to germany i say so i put my career on hold i had to make like two calls was the tag i have to make two calls to put okay i said I have to make two calls i said oh that's a great tag and the cool thing was i ended up doing it in the set it's yeah. a virgin flight and it totally worked yeah the set was great yeah thank yeah. you it, i felt good It. It's difficult. It's really tricky. TV is not the same as a live stand-up show at all.
0: You know, I've noticed and I guess this is probably obvious to a lot of people that are really paying attention, but like these just from doing this from hosting this podcast and watching people's uh, get, uh you know my guest sets on Conan specifically, it's always 5 minutes and it's oh, yeah. not really 5 seconds less or 5 seconds no. more. It's it's anywhere 5 anywhere. minutes. You can do Four and a half to the most five. That's it. And but everyone I've watched, oh, yeah, it's, it's like four fifty eight, four fifty nine, five hundred yeah, one. Like, yeah. I how was that? Did you have to time it out? How was the trimming that? Like, you sat yeah. down. Was that difficult? Timed or? it out. We timed it out to, to go to
1: four. I think four forty. Okay. Four forty. Yeah. But there were a couple of pause breaks. They yeah. added in an extra tag on the fly, and the most you want to go five, and maybe five fifteen at the very most is yeah. what they'll say. And uh, what I noticed, the difference was for a performer, for a comedian, is uh, they're a little cold to start, at least on Conan. Mm hmm I mean, he tapes his show, and then it airs the same order, and he doesn't go in, like before comic goes on, they don't go on and say, okay, the comic's coming, okay, everybody, and they don't clap and get, they don't, they have a great warm-up comic at the beginning of the show, but by the time you've come up- Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy Pardo. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. And so he warms him up and gets him going in the beginning- But by the time you come up, they've seen two interviews, the band plays, and it's very realistic. They just keep it organic. So when you do your stand-up, it's almost like you have to break them in, and the first joke, they don't quite laugh.
0: You know, it's just a different... Did you go home? Did you watch it that night? Yeah, I hate watching
1: myself. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like... I don't like what I do. I don't find it funny. <laughs> I don't.
0: <laughs> I love listening to yeah, comics I, critique I themselves it. like this. It's, I hate it. It's I the saddest, it. watch it funniest thing, like, oh, thing ever.
1: It's horrible. Why are you laughing at this crap? That's what I think. I've been, like, this week I've got a whole new section about when I first started and how I was living in a tent. And, yeah. it's, just, and it's about this theme, this idea that we're bad planners and we can't plan our lives very well or... Th- and it's I listen to it on the... Ah, like, oh, I hate it. I hate it. And the crowd sometimes will laugh and like, Ah,
0: oh, that was bad. What you? You're not helping me by laughing at act, that. This is bad.
1: Oh, yeah, no. it's strange. It's a weird thing. But you're recording this week. I am. Yeah, Today we're going to tape it. We're going to have... I want to get two DVDs out of this.
0: Yeah. Like I said. The set... Or the, uh, you kind of have a like a real set going on up here. That's not the normal oh, yeah. Acme no, stage. We, a little bit different. We brought in... Um, L- lighting
1: designer He's really talented Lighting designer And uh, I asked uh, My my friend Comedian David Crow Yeah To uh, direct this for me Because He's Been through this Quite a bit With other comics And himself And he just knows He's got like a laser brain He's not like me he's Okay not, He's not ditzy
0: like me yeah. At all <laughs> At all Two so. ditzes don't work Well together no, that's horrible No, no. You probably never get it done Yeah I have a Uh I, I was going to joke but I can't even joke. You're such a nice guy. I was going to joke that I because you uh because you didn't show up yesterday uh, that I was really right. going to grill you today with tough questions. You can. That's cool. <laughs> but you're too nice of a guy and really I don't have it oh. in me. No. Oh. But uh I do have sort of a quiz for you. So put you uh, on the yeah, spot here. Yeah, do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> How many you have a silent G in your name? Yes. How many words l- I'm going to give you 10 seconds. How many words with a silent G can you name?
1: With a silent G? Yeah. Well, new? Yeah. G N U? Yeah. Uh, nat? G N A T? Yeah. New uh, uh, Nat?
0: <sighs> design?
1: Oh, design, thank you. And sign? Align? Align, man, those are good. <laughs> design, sign, align, fright, height, light,
0: light, yeah. Well, that 10 seconds is up. I think you uh, only yeah. had a couple. Okay, but, uh, I'm glad you
1: helped me. Yeah, I, I went did. for the very weird ones. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> I missed the obvious ones. Oh, great. Sovereign. Sovereign.
0: Next time someone, oh. I'm sure no one will ever ask you that stupid question again, but if they do, bust out sovereign. Par- paradigm. Paradigm. C- campaign.
1: Campaign. There's silent cheese everywhere.
0: I know. Consignment. Did we do that one yet?
1: No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Oh, this is... My name's quite
0: common. <laughs> You're cool. not the only one with the silent G. No. So there you go. You can have that for the next time someone asks you that. Yeah, I will. That's. I'll remember that next time. that. Now, here I got some. I got a different thing for you here. I yeah, yeah. thought of this yesterday when we did the story, or I heard about it, actually. Our um, I think it was our entertainment guy somehow brought this up, a little pop quiz on our morning show over at KQ. Do you know, well, I mean, give, I'm giving it away, but do you know, here it is. Uh, what city has the highest rate of gay and lesbian raising children?
1: Is it Salt Lake, isn't it? Yeah. I knew there's quite a large uh, gay community there, actually. Yeah. And it it would make sense, kind of. This might step onto But I think Mormon culture pushes you to get married. I yeah. I pushed my first marriage. It was, a, well, that's what I'm supposed to do now. And you get married and you fight. There's They don't want to accept... Go on, yeah. They want them to accept who they are. Yeah, yeah. They want them to pretend that they're not gay, which has always struck me as, as I got older especially, just insane, that, well, I think you're mostly born that way. And as I say, because I've always loved women. Yeah. My dad never sat me down. I'm like, no, these are the breasts. See, they're awesome, you know? I don't like them. Just try them. Come on. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not like broccoli or beans. Give it, give some a drive around the block. Test run. Just... It's crazy because uh, when I was living in Utah, when there's a big controversy because there was a lesbian in high school and she wanted to start a club, uh-huh. and so she, for other gay kids, which is actually a great idea in my opinion, sure. And she started handing out these flyers, and then oh, she's recruiting, trying to talk people, <sighs> you know, yeah. because then you yeah, see yeah. that's your mentality, yeah. Because if it's a choice. And I used to say back when that happened in Utah, and as a young comic, I say, "So you could really, you?" T-? And I just asked straight man, "What well, could someone talk you into being gay? Yeah. Could someone, even if it's a really good pamphlet, maybe like full color?" <laughs> right. No, and right. even if you did, wouldn't you just get a hold of a lesbian pamphlet and then go right back? Yeah. I would, you know. Uh-huh. It's insane.
0: Who's the best writer? Yeah. yeah.
1: So that, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that makes sense that that culture would try to push him in that impossible path that is very and then int- a family would happen and then they would have to come to terms with who they really are
0: did you, know? you read the article that i'm referencing uh uh-uh. because but, i i swear to you that you uh, you almost have a word for word well that's it's, so that's impressive it seems pretty obvious to me like that's yeah, exactly I, what happen.
1: after you bring it up i'm like oh yeah sure
0: yeah, yeah that's it, it, interesting it seems obvious to you because you're from there yeah i mean yeah. It basically that that's what it says is that uh I'll do, I'm going to read it here. It says, um, a big chunk of them, this is, uh, let's see, researcher Gary Gates says that uh, a big chunk of them are people who had children young with opposite sex partners before they came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After coming out, they raised those children with a partner of the same sex, he explains. So yeah, bre- yeah, what you said. Yeah. Now, I have got to go back and ask, what do you mean you were f- felt like you were kind of forced in? Well, just when
1: you're young, you know, you're just living according to your your cultural clock is what I'll call it. You know, we have things imprinting has a huge influence on us when we watch our own parents. But then there's that cultural influence that that influences your parents and then influences you. I mean, peer pressure and culture are so powerful. And we like to think I'm a rebel, but (laughs) no, we're not. Most of us are absolutely not. And even most of the rebels are trying to be in the rebel category, sure. you know what I mean? So uh-huh. they'll dress up like rebels, and then they'll look at the other rebels Right. say, like, dang it, he's got a Mohawk too, I'll make mine taller and bigger, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it turns into this ridiculous. Yes, it does. Because <laughs> you're trying to differentiate from the big group, and then you try to differentiate with – anyway, you get it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think that culture, just it, the message is you need to get married, and you have the kids, and you – Raise the kids and you pay the bills. So I never really fit in because I wanted to do comedy, which wasn't compatible with that life path. So I thought, well, I'll do fine art. Much more practical. No. (laughs) So I did fine art and I got married really young. How how old were you when you got married? I was 23, but it was the first woman I had ever kissed. Really? I was so naive and young. Wow. She was... Nineteen when we met, twenty when we got—we were both just so young. We didn't know ourselves. We didn't. But that's what some of your siblings do it, and they're ready for whatever reason. They're mature and they live wonderful lives and they're happy. But some people like me do that, and you're just not
0: old enough yeah. to be Wow, were your parents the same way? They were real young. No, no,
1: my parents weren't. They got married older. You oh, know, really? They're in their twenties. They were uh, both had polio. Yeah, so that's probably how they they met at a dance.
0: Oh, my. I always
1: think the scene is the music starts, everybody else stands up, and they're looking at each other, oh, hi, (laughs) because they they can't really dance with the polio. Oh, my God.
0: Holy cow.
1: Yeah. Polio. Polio. They're polio survivors, both of them. That's amazing. It is. It is. Yeah, they're lots of pain. They have lots of pain. Wow.
0: You know, it's all through life, and yeah. Holy cow. Polio is like, yeah, I mean, these days it's just taking care of at birth, right? Isn't it a vaccine? Yeah, the vaccines. It
1: started to pop up again. But, you know, they were both, you know, they're older. Right, right, right. And my dad got it right at the end. My mom got it when she was two. And my dad got that when I guess he was 18 or 19. Like, right. I think the vaccine had even come out and then he
0: got it. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awful. How did, uh, so growing up Mormon, I mean, how did you, how do you end up being a comic?
1: I know it's quite I a mean, a life journey. Yeah, it's not it's not choices. I don't I don't is it it is choices. It, I don't know how it happened. I always wanted to do it. I always wanted to do it, but it took everything else had to break down. I spent the first twenty some odd years trying to do what I thought people wanted me to do, and that. anything specific I was trying to make the right decision yeah you know know, get married and Mm -hmm. then I'll study fine art and I'll be an art professor and none of this is working I was good at art I I enjoyed it but I I always I think I always wanted to be the comedian yeah but the the marriage didn't work because we you know we weren't in a place where we could decide closely or correctly we didn't know what we wanted and then uh, that was where it happened when I was at rock bottom when I was divorced and I, the art career. I, I, I don't have any teaching job at a university. I mean, I have nothing. Yeah. I'm living in my car and a tent. Really? Yeah. My goodness. So, but in rock Utah? bottom? Uh, I would, well, I was starting to do comedy on the road at that point. So I would try to book as much as I could. And then on my off days, I would just camp. <laughs> live in a pup tent.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: I always, I've been doing that this week, trying to cover these stories. But when you live in a tent, I tell people: spring for the, you know, another, spend another forty bucks to get a tent that allows you to do the one thing that makes you human, and that is stand erect.
0: Yeah. In uh-huh. your
1: shelter. Yeah. Because when you have to burrow, it's just. It was. I remember going by Home <laughs> Depot and just looking like, yeah, I wish. And then <laughs> going over to the Walmart camping section and like, wow, that'd be nice. looking oh, no. at the big tent. Oh no!
0: <laughs> that big tend to be nice no microwave for late night meals no yeah or reheating no. the leftovers from the club you worked at earlier none of night. that oh no no oh, yeah. you wake up you
1: get out your gas stove you cook some eggs the crows wake you up every morning crows oh i hate crows <laughs> to this day oh my goodness every morning but uh, that was only it was really only about nine months i would say
0: yeah did you ever have a teaching job
1: I taught part-time. I taught for one year as a sabbatical replacement at Utah State University. Okay. I taught art up there. And then I taught as a, a, a what do they call it? It's not a subjunctive. That would be a case in grammar. <laughs> not subjunctive. Uh, uh, it's like an assistant professor type, not an assistant instructor. Okay. At Weber State University. I taught art there. Yeah. And I, I loved teaching it. It was fun. I loved seeing, communicating about art. I love looking at it still. I like doing it. I'll paint and draw. In fact, I want to do a series of paintings, actually. Oh, really? To do with comedy in a city. And then the paintings are these landscapes I do, which are very kind of serene with this white, silverly light, and they're very realistic. Really? And then in there, you would have me without pants just walking around <laughs> in each landscape. It's the man without, the pantless man landscapes, and there's going to probably be about 15, 20 of them. Really? Yeah, me just kind of walking around without pants, because you really feel the weather in the painting. Yeah, when there's a guy without pants, you get a sense like, "Ooh, that's chilly." You know what I mean? Because it'll all be kind of these barren winter landscapes, and a man without pants just walking.
0: Are any? Do you have any of these yet? No, I no? got the two landscapes.
1: I've got two of the landscapes done. Yeah. So I know what I'm after there. Okay. So now I just got to do the pantless man, me while wandering around. Right pantless in the landscape i'll have a shirt on and shoes okay Just no pants yeah not nothing lewd no no and then my pants will be somewhere in the painting i'm thinking oh okay like in the tree or bush (laughs) or over on the ground so you'll see the pants
0: maybe like on a flagpole yeah
1: maybe someone ran them up the flagpole yeah yeah like Like the (laughs) the bullies or something
0: yeah i like that
1: yeah that's my i still love art i love painting
0: i'm a doodler myself oh yeah yeah
1: Just go, go. I saw you had doodles on there. Yeah, like strange doodles. What is that? I don't know. It's okay, just doodling.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, can you describe any of that? Not really. No, those are like they're strange creature things with orifices. That's that's what my girlfriend says. What kind of orifice is that? I don't know. It's just a mouth. Yeah, it's just a mouth. It's just yeah, it's just a goofiness. Yeah, it's just a mouth. Where did you first go? uh, First go on stage. Uh, The first time I went on stage was high school for an assembly, and I killed. Yeah?
1: I killed. And then I thought, I should do this. But then again, that practical voice, you can't do this. This, Yeah. This isn't going to work. You're Mormon. It's against the rules. Jesus is going to come back real soon. You know, I always felt that.
0: So at what point were you like, no, I, you know, rock were you bottom. beating yourself over the head, like, even when you made the decision, like, after, after you hit rock bottom, and then you're like, no, screw this, I am going to be a comedian, I'm going to put my, you know, but then was started. there guilt involved in that, there must be, no? because
1: no? all the other thing that had been broken, I okay. mean, when you look at it, I was doing the fine art, and then I would tinker, from 90 to 91 I did open mic in Utah, yeah. I love stand-up, but then I got into graduate school at Indiana University, and I thought, you got to be serious, you, you can't do that, you got to do your painting. Did that. I do like an, a comedy contest once a year, but I just I dropped it. Yeah. For for five, six years. But then I got back to Utah, started tinkering with it, and it you know, it's you once you get yeah, I just loved it. But I was just doing it on the side for a hobby and still painting and yeah. then the painting wasn't working. I was ma- and then people started paying me for comedy. Crap. Yeah, I mean <laughs> only get fifty bucks, seventy five bucks, but yeah. when you're getting nothing with it, it seemed like a lot yeah wow, Give right. me 150 dollars all I have to do is drive to Helena and then <laughs> to Spokane and then down to Pocatello yeah 150 bucks wow sweet
0: do you see by the way do you see the gas prices in Minnesota right now oh, insane insane yeah highest in the uh, United States yeah that's wonderful yeah number one why is that I I don't know is they have, taxes, somebody's pointing no virus? someone's pointing fingers at fingers at some uh local refineries that had to be shut down from some sort of oh. maintenance or yeah. item.
1: Oh, they have change. to upgrade them to meet probably requirements. Yeah, or I, they were behind I on something,
0: but oh. yes. Yeah, so could you imagine doing these road trips with dollars no. uh, 4.35 a gallon?
1: Can't, cuz when I did it was like a dollar 10 or yeah. something. I remember being shocked when it went over 2. I was like,
0: "Oh." Right. I was shocked. Right.
1: It was below a dollar I think when I started. Been doing it a while. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's uh, that rock bottom. It's when you you have nothing to lose. I mean, I had a failed marriage, so all the shame. That's the worst thing you can do mm-hmm. as a Mormon is have your marriage not work. Oh, yeah. And of so course. then a few jokes didn't seem so bad, and it was the most freeing thing ever because when you grow up within a strong culture with this strong myth about, I mean, Mormonism defines what happens before your life. There's a pre-existence. Mm-hmm. And then you come to earth and there's a reason you're on earth. Uh-huh. And then you die and you go to different places. But see, it's all defined. And you have a role within that story. You know what I mean? You have a very defined, it's very defined. Yeah, yeah. And so dropping that was like, oh, it was amazing. It was exhilarating. I mean, I'm living in a tent like, woohoo, this is the life. Yeah,
0: I bet. Yeah. Amazing. Crazy. And the rest of your family how are they uh
1: they're fine with it are, there, are they still
0: right in oh in they're it? all
1: devout mormons yeah yeah
0: all of them mm-hmm. but they're very respectful and nice
1: and we don't ever fight about this stuff i like a lot of a lot of it a lot of it i still like and i believe some of it still i don't know who knows is there any times where they're like yeah you
0: Maybe you, you're I, still welcome you're welcome
1: back anytime oh they can, oh, oh, yeah but they don't ever do that no. with Mormonism they no one just, does they don't ever bring it up yeah They'll, I, one of my brothers was the other day said You've, you're getting shorter we were talking about how you start oh, I think I might be starting the age shrink he said yeah it's all that guilt bent. <laughs> it's, it's compacting your spine <laughs> so you'll do that kind of little stuff oh that's good nothing that, mean yeah, sense ever. of humor about it that's great they're great they're great people good people and you have a, uh, what did you say now, you have a 20-year-old kid? Yep, she's 20. She's got the granddaughter out in Utah.
0: And then you have your own that's? I've got a two-year-old who's a
1: monster and an eight-year-old boy.
0: How much time are you spending so, at home being dad?
1: Uh, I was in Germany. I was stay-at-home dad for three and a half years. Oh, okay. And that was hard. That is seriously, I've been saying in the show, like I know now why men didn't want women in the workplace. Oh. They knew if one woman found out, they'd all find out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That for like about, I think it started 1950, men started going to large buildings and pretending to work. Right. You know, like madmen. They just go and they pretend to work, and then they come home, and the wife's like, How was your day? And then they lie. Oh. oh, it was awful. <laughs> oh. So they said, Oh, it was easy. We got drunk at lunch. She would stab them into sleep, literally. Right, right. Because right. she had the little tiny human that's crapping and squalling, and then the toddlers. Which are even harder, yeah, because they're always trying to off themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Several times a day. Yeah. So I've been talking about that a lot. Being a stay-at-home dad was really hard. Yeah. Was three and a half years. But I would. You've um, retired now. Kinda. <laughs> well, we have an old pair, and my wife right now is in the Philippines. She is deployed for another four months. Oh my goodness! So my mother-in-law came to help. We got an old pair because my wife will soon retire, and I'll start back in and get to do the company
0: Oh, pair is French time. for nanny? Uh, yeah, it's French for
1: it's French for uh, the person who costs less than a nanny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Just, you know. That's the translation. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, yes. it's
1: cheaper, it's a lot less expensive than a nanny, because uh, she can't watch kids overnight.
0: Oh, they don't spend the night. Yeah,
1: they spend the night there, but they cannot be left with the kids overnight. Oh. It's kind of just a, a law. Like, no, you need a nanny for that, and there's regulations.
0: So, so your wife's in the Philippines right now. Yeah, kids back home. You're in Minnesota. I'm in Minnesota. It's kind of weird. Do you uh, any warning when she's gonna get uh, when you guys have to not
1: pack that, up and move not again? Not that
0: much warning. There really isn't. So yeah,
1: it's, that's tough. But I'm glad I have that because that's all my show is all about that stuff. Yeah. I don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it would I just suppose. be pop culture. References yeah, all I'd have
0: yeah. people make a career out of that, yeah, it wouldn't do. be your thing though,
1: no, I no, I wouldn't have any passion for it. I love talking about real stuff, yeah, in life, yeah, know? and funny, hopefully,
0: are yeah. you pop culture, you go see movies, do you watch yeah. t v
1: yeah, I'll watch movies and some t v Game of Thrones I'll yeah. watch that. I'll watch that, <gasps> yeah, it's great, isn't it yes yeah, i read I've read uh uh four of the books now, okay. But I put down the fifth book because I was getting ready for all this stuff. But
0: yeah, someone told me that the uh, the author of those is is maybe in failing health. Oh, really? And or winter
1: sp- is coming. Yeah, winter is yeah. coming for him. <laughs> yes, man. The last the other books was well, someone was talking about the clothes. It's always the description of what they're wearing, and someone wrote a great essay on it. You know how when you start reading the books, it's like and he was wearing a a, a, a dirk with a and a jewel and a give and a jerk and it's just so I would like them to someone needs to do a Game of Thrones fashion show. I want to see
0: that <laughs> they have the traveling uh, t- uh t- deal where they're uh it was in New York just recently where they have all the props from the show, including everything they wear oh serious or Seriously. don't wear or don't or yes mother of dragons yeah yeah i like her she's <laughs> nice yes absolutely sweet lady so what do you think you'll uh you know if this dvd stuff works out when do you think that's going to be in? It should be ready this fall this fall
1: yeah. yeah it'll work out we'll have something out of this at least one dvd hopefully two probably sell it, like uh, some on your greatest books. hits that are already worked out and some me trying to do stuff so
0: perfect i uh this list came out. I'm going to ask you about this, see if you have yeah. any opinions on this. It's uh, iHeartRadio. You know what that mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. They they did a poll, the funniest person in America right now. Oh, who? who did you they? see this? Uh-uh. Who's Okay. The, well, I'm going to go from 10 to 1, and if you, just, okay. do you have any comments, okay. feel yeah. free. Be nice, mean, whatever you want. Sweet. All right. Or you can just say, I have no idea who the hell that is. Okay. Number 10, Lena Dunham.
1: I don't know who that
0: is. She is the, see, I knew it would start that way, but that's fine. She uh, is the writer of that show, Girls, and stars in it on, sh- on not Showtime, HBO. Okay,
1: I Okay,
0: I know that. Critically show. acclaimed. Yeah. I My don't... girlfriend likes it. No, we'll and, skip and, and that. And it on.
1: depends on, you know, a TV show's funny in a much different way than stand-up.
0: Yeah. Well, this yeah. list includes actors okay, that so do not yeah, do stand-up. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: because David Sedaris has to be on the list,
0: or it's BS. Well, he's not, so it okay, is BS. It's a, but let's do it anyway. Aziz okay, Ansari. Who to acts and the stand-up. He is funny. Yeah, yeah I
1: think he's very funny.
0: Have crossed paths with him? Nope.
1: No. Nope. Amy Poehler? Yeah, I think she's a really funny actress, mm-hmm. too. Again, this is, yeah, none of these just... Yeah. Aziz does stand-up, too, but, yes, yeah, but he's no, not the best stand-up, but he's really
0: good. Yep. Yeah. Zach Galifianakis is number seven I on their list. he's
1: very funny stand-up, too. Yeah, he is. He's funny and a funny stand-up.
0: Yeah, their movie uh, opens this weekend, the new uh, Hangover. Oh, does it? Yeah, speaking of pop culture.
1: I like the first Hangover it was great. Yeah. One, yeah, that is good. And this one, I don't. Yeah, I don't expect. But the first one was great.
0: The first one was fantastic. Yeah. Number six, Stephen Colbert.
1: Yeah, he's fantastic, brilliant, funny. Yeah.
0: You watch that show? Yeah. 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 He's
1: great. He's great.
0: And then John Stewart.
1: Yeah, That's, if you, you
0: like Colbert, you forward. like John They're Stewart. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Daniel Tosh. He's funny to me, but he's he's really funny. But well, yeah, he's really funny. <laughs> but I wouldn't put him above. This is obviously skewing young, Yeah, what they're asking, because to me, Tosh isn't above Stewart and Colbert.
0: Yeah, okay. But
1: he is very funny. I've worked with him here at Acme. Yeah. When I was featuring I featured Oh,
0: okay. I wonder, maybe I saw you, because I used oh, really? to come here and see uh, Tosh. Yeah. yeah. Headline, yeah. Yeah, I featured
1: for him, and yeah, he is a very funny Jap.
0: Chris Rock, number three. Yeah,
1: he's fantastic. And, uh, I haven't seen his
0: latest work, but man, he...
1: He's great. Has he done stand up in a while? Yeah, he did. I think he just did a special a little while ago. To Tina Fey, she is a brilliant. She's amazing.
0: Thirty Rock. Did you like Thirty Rock? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, she's I. For her to do all that is amazing. Yeah, yeah.
0: I have a nerd crush on her. Yeah, she's a great. Yeah. Number one, take a guess. Louis I'll CJ. give you a hint. Lu, uh, 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 movies, movies. He's in movies. More movies than. I don't know if he ever really has done stand up. Saturday Night Live. He was a star in Saturday Night Live. Tons of movies. Oh, Will Ferrell. Yes.
1: Well, he's an actor. He's yeah. a funny actor. But t- yeah, this obviously isn't because Bill Burr and Louis C.K. Oh, yeah, I know. And uh, uh, I Doug Stanhope's not on there, and I've... a lot of my friends. I think we live in the age of, a golden age of stand up right now.
0: Hell yeah, we do. We I really the do. fact that I can come in here once a week and interview people and i hope it's interesting i seem to think it is uh i tell you if it, people because i'm interviewing now, headliners because the talent level i mean it's, it's acne, so the talent level is
1: incredibly and, high and i say this because i've been doing it 18 years and i know what was around when i first started okay yeah and what's around now i'm telling people this is the golden age of stand-up I, there are yeah there are hundreds of Freaking phenomenal stand-up comedians who work hard and have just brilliant... They'll have you on the floor Mm -hmm. and not with stupid hackneyed stuff. Just brilliantly hilarious. David, who's here, I mean, he's got an ostrich story that will destroy you.
0: (laughs) I remember it. I think I've heard it. It's relatively funny.
1: And, yeah, it's... It's a golden age of stand-up right now. By the it's, way... Uh, it's never been like this.
0: You know, uh, kind of connected to that, do you still go and do open mics at yeah. clubs? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you're seeing I have people to. that are real fresh.
1: Oh, yeah, and there's tons of them. Yeah. There's tons of them. I mean, there's lots of people thinking hard and trying and and doing this, treating like an art form. They're all over, and it's, it is. It's a golden age. I can't believe how many there are now. I mean, I can just start going down the coast of comics... That the average person would never heard of Yeah. that are doing amazing, brilliant, brilliant stuff. And then the ones that do get famous. The thing is, Hollywood has to make genius more rare than it is because that's how they make money off it. Uh-huh. We don't have room in our hearts for 600 brilliant comics yeah. as consumers. We have room for one or two. Yeah. And then we've got our family, our kids, and a sports team. Yeah. So in order for them someone to make money off that, they have to capture a whole bunch and then they make money. But that's why you'll have one or two or three or four that get really famous. And then another hundred that sorry, your agent isn't holding that slot down. Yeah. And then as humans after the fact, we say, well he's brilliant and yeah, but and then we start to say, Well, he's not as we do that comparison screwy thing, but I think in real life Genius has never been that rare I mean Rembrandt came from A population of a quarter million You know what I mean uh uh-huh, uh-huh. There's way more of that out there It's just that We like to build our gods And our And it's There are brilliant comics everywhere. It's amazing I'll watch a show And Having done it so long I'll hear them doing their thing And watch And I'll go Oh this guy's amazing No it, one's heard of him He's great Yeah <laughs> This gal Says
0: fantastic What's coming out of there Oh well I think that's great that, uh, I mean, if if I <clears throat> if I was a comic and I was coming showing up to open mic and then I see guys like you, you know, showing up to do the same thing, I mean, that's got to be, that's got to be neat. Like, uh, it's good to see that
1: it's always hard. Yeah, it never gets easy. It gets easier. Yeah, it, it certain things get easier. Like I can get a laugh. I have no problem getting a laugh. Right but getting a laugh doing what I want to do and saying what I want to say and that's a whole other
0: yeah what do you uh we're just about out of time here, I think, because I need to go and pick and up I my need kids. To go too. Because it's uh, even though my little Anna graduated preschool, she still has one week, and today's the last day. So I got to oh. go pick her up. But uh, what what else do you have going on the rest of the year? Just more touring? Anything huge, enormous? This the
1: DVDs? Is the, this is the huge thing to get this DVD done and then release my next CD called Bent Over in Europe that was recorded right after I. Actually, I was still living in Germany. I was back here. I came back to Acme and recorded
0: it. Okay. Good place to do that. Yeah, yeah. The best place, yeah. And then uh, tell people where they can find you online. It's getbent.com.
1: G-E-T-B-E-N-G-T dot com. And if you go there, you can get a free download of a canoe story that I have. It's just free comedy if you give me your email and your uh, name and city. That's a fair trade. Just use some free comedy. Yeah. And uh, I have two CDs for sale there, Hellbent. And bent on destruction,
0: two different CDs. Do you sell anything after the shows here? Did you? Uh, I
1: haven't been this week, just because I am so concentrating on trying to round up the material
0: for the show. But yeah. normally I do. You yeah. can find it on the website. Yeah, yeah, and then Twitter, Facebook. Twitter. I know you are on Facebook because yeah. we yeah. we exchanged uh, That's messages. That's what I do
1: Facebook, Twitter. I just don't. I can't. It's too hard to keep up with. Really, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, I got to. do <laughs> I
0: am busy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I yeah. post
0: every once in a while, but. Fair enough, and then I have one more question. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I have softball tonight, oh. and then afterwards we go to the bar and get some pizza. So my dinner plans are set. I don't know what to feed my kids. Any suggestions?
1: Well, chicken nuggets, I guess. Ch- <laughs> my son mac and cheese. That's all they'll eat. Mac and cheese and my chicken kids nuggets don't eat. It's maddening. <laughs> Cheers, eat. Uh, one of them. They'll eat stuff they find on the ground. My kids. But not on the plate Like my two year old You can't uh-uh, And then you put it on the ground She'll eat like bugs Or Stray pills You know what I mean
0: <laughs> But not food You know what I saw if, uh, I don't I tried Well they The closest thing I let my kids drink to You know like A uh, Cola or a Mountain Dew is I'll give them like maybe some Sprite 7-Up or ginger yeah. ale, anything. That's the closest, like a carbonated yeah. beverage. That's the wildest we get. Yeah, that's and, uh, and I think at Mommy's house, they get even less than that because she doesn't drink any of that stuff. So uh, last week, I had just finished a Mountain Dew. Ooh. And out the front door of my house, we have mm-hmm. the bin that we throw the re- recycling in. So I opened the door, crushed the can, and tossed it into the bin, went in the other room, for a few seconds i came out and my daughter had went outside picked up the, the can that i crushed and was sipping the Whoa. last bits of mountain dew out of it mm-hmm. yeah it reminded Sugar. me of like when i would catch my cousins or you know whoever uh taking yeah. a sip from dad's beer when he leaves oh, the room, that's like a know?
1: mormon thing because you're not supposed to have caffeinated soda. some mormons say that oh okay so a kid with a coke that's like the wine of Mormon culture. You get old enough, then you can have Coke. Is that right? You're not old enough for Coke with dinner yet. You're still too, too young. Yeah. yeah, so she's just going after... she all hyper after that? Did well, they, ah. there wasn't... It was she, just, there wasn't enough.
0: Okay. It was just a few sips, but Good. she... And it, she didn't... And she knew she was, you know, sneaking, but didn't really show any remorse. And <laughs> no. was just sort of like a smile, Let's like, Oh, it. Dad, I'm so cute. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah. yeah,
1: that would be my daughter. My, moder- <laughs> my daughter would actually literally point at me and say, Go away! Go away. She would tell me to go away. Until and keep drinking strong.
0: it. Yeah, it's time for us to go away.
1: All right, Ben. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm sorry, I was late yesterday. <laughs> no problem.